Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Meta Era Nerd Podcast. We know it's been a while and we hope you are doing fantastic. Uh, we know our episodes have been a little sporadic, but that's okay because we always like to bring you the best in movies, TVs, games, and anime. You know us. But if not, we will give you whatever we think is cool anyways because it's our podcast, right? And like always, we are your nerds, Marcus and Rico. And hey, man, how's it going? Good, good. Uh, nice, chill Sunday, just relaxing. Watched a little bit of basketball earlier. Uh, been watching some Overwatch tournament going on today. So pretty much it. Just lazy Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Likewise. I know Sundays have been, last couple of Sundays have been pretty lazy. And I haven't really done much. School, work, um, it's just taking, it's taking a lot out of me. It's taking the best out of me. I'm just exhausted once I get home and stuff, which kind of explains, I guess, that little, it's a, it's a little gap. It's not two weeks total, but there is a little gap between now and our last podcast but i'm just i'm fried we have spring break in two weeks so i'm counting down the days for another break and after spring break we have three weeks till you know our, our uh, state test comes into play for my students and i'm just tired and exhausted but you know i get home and i watch one piece and i'm also playing a lot of uh i'm playing a lot of my switch the nso and i think i mentioned it last time golden sun uh, I passed the first one. I'm halfway through the second one, and I already kind of have like this map of what I'm gonna be playing next and so forth. And hopefully, I kind of get through it quickly. And strangely enough, you know, this map and it isn't anything like crazy or whatever, right? But um, obviously, it's gonna tie into some of our news. But I'm gonna give um, Elden Ring, you know, my I guess second and a half playthrough. I do plan on going through the entirety of whatever Final Fantasy VII has to offer, starting from the first one. And I'm talking from the PlayStation one, because I do have it on my Switch also, so it helps. And I'm just going to get through the story. I'm not going to try to do everything, because I do want to get through Rebirth, which actually comes out this Friday. So, anime is still there. Games, I kind of have this awesome roadmap, and I'm super excited to kind of get through everything, because I'm having this big old blast of going through this old-school RPG type, uh, type styles. I did download the demo to... to um, Overlord Unicorn, and I'm super excited because uh, I have seen some more positive things and the, the negative things that I, I keep seeing from people online who have no idea what type of game it was. And it's straight up, it's meant for people who are into battle, battle, you know, battle um, ogre battle, who are into the just being a commander and souping up your army strategy, strategy, like, you know, that, that's, that's what it's meant for. And the people who understand that are just raving about it. So I'm super excited about just games in general. So that's good. And there's a couple of anime things that I kind of saw also. And again, all these things on my radar. I know you talked about Friday a lot. Now it's up there with the best for you or it's up there for your top. So I'm super excited about that too. And haven't seen anything, strangely enough. What else have I done? That's pretty much about it. Yeah. How about you? Seen anything? Watch anything? Play anything? Uh, pretty much just been playing Overwatch. I'm, I'm about finished with my Battle Pass. Uh, or at least, you know, the, the stuff before the titles. I'm about, I'm about, at, uh, about to get the Mora skin in the next like, day or two, probably. Um, so, been playing Overwatch. Been, been playing Vampire Survivor on my Switch. Um, and I did finally, I managed to finish, um, True Detective, True Detective finished, and I finished that show, again, great show, uh, I had some kind of feelings about the way it ended, uh, but, I mean, it was still a good show overall, uh, did also catch up with Freerun, 
I had fallen behind a little bit, so I caught up with Freerun. I mean, every time, like, this is like the second time that I had to play catch-up. And basically, every time I do, I'm like, dude, I love this show. Like, it's, it's just so good. Uh, and I, I, I think I told you yesterday that it's quickly moving up there for, like, one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. And the characters are just so well-written, and they're just so likable, and there's so many of them. Um, this, this arc that's going on right now, it's, it's pretty cool. It's having, like, a bunch of different characters, introducing us to a lot of different characters with all kinds of different powers and magic and stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's really cool. Uh, I know you're going to love it. Uh, oh. And the uh, the other thing is uh, I need to catch up with Shangri-La. And I know Freerun is actually ending pretty soon. So I'm kind of starting to see, okay, which is going to be the next one that I kind of like dive into. And I know th- the other two big ones, or two of the other big ones this, uh, this go-around have been uh, Ap- the Apothecary Show and Solo Leveling. So I think those are going to be one of the next two or... or some of the next ones I watch. Uh, I've heard nothing but good things about those, so I'm excited for those. Yeah, the the Apothecary Diaries, that's the one that I'm kind of super curious about. And again, it's going to be a different... I'm not sure... You, you'll like it. I think you, you've, at least in the last two years since we started this podcast, you've kind of journeyed out into just different anime and stuff like that, especially the different genres and stuff. I know the, the, the Apothecary Diaries is going to be a little... It's gonna be a little different, but I think it's gonna be a good different. Now, solo leveling, obviously, it's you know you, you know exactly what you're gonna get into, and I've had people actually message me about it and stuff like that. And I said, and it goes, do you know what happened? I said, yeah, I read the, I, I did read the manga and stuff like that, and I told them first and foremost, if you're looking for a eye candy, a good time, watch solo leveling because apparently they're doing a, amazing, amazing justice to the. Um, to the uh, what you call it to the animation fights and even the manwa did such a phenomenal job with those so i mean if 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 you're if you if you're a fan of just eye candy fight animation fight animations who who is it right soul leveling is going to be right up your alley so okay uh well since we're already on the topic of anime we can kind of just go straight into i didn't have too much the only thing i know that uh, the haikyuu movie did come out since we last uh, uh podcasted and it made over 2 billion yen in the first three days. I don't know how, how much it's done since then. I'm sure it's done really well. But I know that as far as for opening weekend, it was the biggest one of 2024 thus far. And sixth biggest opening in Japanese box office history. So I'm very, very happy that people are going out to watch this. I know Haikyuu is up there, probably top two in, in on my anime list. So um, I'm super excited. And I'm trying like very hard to kind of navigate the Twitterverse and Reddit and all social media, make sure I do not see anything or get spoiled in any way. Uh, and I, but you know, I'm doing that at the same time, trying to look for news of like when we might get this movie. I know we kind of thought like maybe around June sometime in the summer, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm glad it's doing really well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have anything else for anime. I'm sure there's I some actually, other things out there. Yeah, well, I had, I had a couple of things. Uh, just first and foremost, I know the the winter season is, you know, we're we're hot and blazing in the winter season. A lot of stuff has come out. And when I was kind of looking, and, I, and it's like a daily thing for me where I kind of look, 
as to how some of the shows that were on my radar, how they're doing now, if some went up, if some went down, obviously, you know, depending on how they're doing, will depend, will determine my watch order. Um, one of the ones that kind of fell off, I know, I know I talked about it before, was Chain Soldiers. And again, I had no idea what I was getting into, but apparently it's super, super, super edgy. And, you know, people were kind of, kind of like, to the point where it's like, you know, people were like, oh, it's borderline just, you know, sex and boobs and stuff like that. And I was like, well, I mean, it's not, I wouldn't put it past that. You know, but two of the ones that actually caught my eye, and it's one that you mentioned to me, and from the first season, uh, and you said it was something uh, um, that it was that it, it caught your eye. You saw it, you loved it. Well, the second season is doing amazing, and I'm talking like, I'm talking. Oh like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Dangerous in my heart. Dude, yeah. it's, it's so good, bro. It's the, so good. The second season is is t- supposed to be top tier people are raving about it whatever and and the first season was kind of a little under the radar but the second season is just taking off man so i saw that i immediately thought of you and i said wow and again that one was that one is on my radar so i was actually kind of i just wanted to i kinda knew, I knew it bro i just i was it, it was weird I, and it was weird how i came across it i came across it on uh on uh my instagram stories i just saw like a little just this little like clip of it and i was like wow this seems kind of cool and then just the premise of it uh, which i've explained to you a couple times like uh just where the guy is like this crazy edge lord and wants to like literally wants to kill uh this girl because like she's like everything that he's against like the super popular super pretty she's a model she does you know she's who the the girl the girl every girl wants to be and the girl every boy wants to be with and she starts to show him attention and everything changes <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's it, it it's really good man it's really really good i'm glad it's been doing really well I, yeah. I've no, I've seen it too. Like it's been jumping up there in some of like the most watched and talked about animes of the week. Uh, I'm I'm a little behind. I did watch like the first the first uh, episode, and then I haven't watched since. So that's that's another one I need to catch up with. Yeah. So I mean, I, I thought of you immediately, and I, it was just I, I I had to I had to let you know and tell you because it was just doing so well. Um, the other one I want to bring up, and this one was actually, and I had seen it and heard about it, and I was like, oh, you know, and I didn't think anything of it. And then Cornelio messaged me. He goes, he, all, all he put was Ninja Kamui, and then he put their greater than. And I knew exactly, I knew immediately what he meant. And I started laughing. I was like, man, I was like, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Granted, you know, I don't know who put, he, he doesn't listen to me for like, for whatever reason, I can give him a recommendation and he will not watch. It can be it can be the top to whatever. He will not watch it. But when other rando people who I guess don't know as much will give him a recommendation, he'll watch it. It must be I, I don't know if it's like a me thing or whatever, but he 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 sent me that message and I started laughing. And he says, and of course, you know, he compared it to Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> and he says, it's Jujutsu Kaisen meets Naruto. And I started laughing. I said, Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be um very, very good, very gory, very bloody. <clears throat> It kind of reminds me of what um, what was it? Uh, it, it? It's it's more of a modern, um, modern action adventure ninja type story. But it's an original work. It's not based off anything. It's on Netflix. So if you want to watch something that has no story and you kind of want to follow with, um, it's probably on the third episode. Ninja Kamui. It's it's um, it's supposed to be very very good. It it was already on my radar. And I didn't think anything of it until Coronel messaged me, and I said, "Dang, it must be popping off if it got his attention." Or obviously, because you know, through the grapevine and stuff like that, usually gets to him. So 
uh, Ninja Kamui, if you haven't checked that one out. The other one has been on my on my watch list for many, many years. And the only reason I haven't watched it is because I know I'm waiting for the ending to come out. And people are always saying like, oh, if you want to know the ending, just actually pick up a textbook and go to the uh, go to ancient China history. And it's not the Three Kingdoms. It's not the Romance of the Three Kingdoms, one of my favorite. But it does deal with um, ancient China historical and political warfare. And it's called Kingdom. Kingdom five, Kingdom Season 5 is popping off. That one's been on radar for a very long time. But I'm waiting for the ending. And people even say, and people even say like, oh, oh, spoilers, spoilers. And people are just like, uh, then don't, don't pick up a university textbook because the spoiler is going to be in there. You know what I mean? Uh, so apparently they're doing a damn good job of of uh, dramatizing just the entire that entire war. Uh, I forgot which one it was, but Kingdom's also there. And then the last one, um, well, the last two, uh, Classroom of the Elite season three is popping off. I know season one was amazing, but Mashal, I know season one um, kind of had some mixed things uh, for for whatever reason. People weren't on it as much, but again, as you know, more people get drawn to it. Mashal season two is just rock and rolling man it, it, it skyrocketed as far as popularity is concerned i wonder if it has to do with the banger opening that it had um but it's up there that's actually one of the more popular ones for the winter season but aside from that um new things that are kind of coming out one of them i did catch my eye that just got released for a trailer and the only reason was because uh and i still haven't seen the second season but tiger and bunny was one of the, my, the first anime I, I i saw way way back when um not one of the first ones, but it was still there. So when I was kind of watching anime and stuff like that and ended on a cliffhanger, well, the creator of um, Tiger and Bunny is coming out with one called Go Go Loser Ranger. And it looks like Power Rangers. The animation looks pretty dope. Um, over the top, you know, they look like souped up steroided Power Rangers, with big old blasting guns and monsters. But it looks very, very nice. Like the trailer, I'll send it to you afterwards. The trailer looks actually very nice, so that one just kind of skyrocketed on there for a number of reasons. Uh, but we'll see. It's supposed to premiere April seventh, and they gave us a trailer, and it looks dope as hell. So, um, and it's right up there with there's certain like uh, factions and people to kind of deal with and stuff like that. Uh, the time I got reincarnated as, uh, reincarnated as slime, April twenty twenty four. You had mentioned I, I know the what, Demon Slayer the. I call it the special was in theaters again. Andrew said he watched it yesterday and he said, hey, Demon Slayer always has, has always had that, um, what you call it? Wonderful, beautiful, pristine animation from Ufotable. And I saw the, the other special, right? And it looked amazing on screen. So Andrew, I, I'm pretty sure was, was just, you know, just impressed with that as well. So, um, and aside from that, the last one, and I had actually mentioned, and of course there's other ones, but otherwise I'll be talking here all day and I'm trying not to do that. The last one is Windbreaker. And I kind of mentioned it a while back to Rico. Was it, was it you? I think I was, it might have been like off our podcast or whatever. But this is, remember I mentioned one about a delinquent who just kind of gets to, into fights and he has half black hair, half white hair and stuff like that. Well, they released a trailer uh, of this one. It's supposed to be a souped up, uh, I know people talk about like Tokyo Avengers as far as like the delinquent type stuff, but this one's supposed to be like, and again, usually whether things fall off or not, right? But it's supposed to be Tokyo Avengers on steroids also. But this one looks just, it doesn't take itself that serious, which I guess is good. Um, but it's Cloverworks, April 2024. Uh, Windbreaker did get its its trailer and it looks amazing. Super excited. Oh, man, I just like, I need, I really need to start watching these things. <laughs> I, I really my watch list has become a lot more full 
than before One Piece, which is a good thing. Cause I'm gonna be I'm gonna be binge watching the shit out of these things. But I'm excited. I'm really excited for the next season for this coming year. I'm on episode seven hundred and what am I on? Fifty. I just got done dressing Rosa. I'm already in Zoa. So I forgot where I forgot where that's at. But again, not not to knock on. I love One Piece. It's One Piece is just skyrocketing with for good reason to my you know just amazing. Loved everything about it. So uh, you know. But yeah, I'll shut up. Anime next. <laughs> hey, because I'm I'm thinking to myself like, damn, I'm already kind of formulating this. Okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna watch this, and I, I'm gonna get to One Piece right after this. And <laughs> like, I'm just I'm kind of formulating like this calendar in my head. This that I probably won't even remember once I get off. <laughs> so I said next. All right, next category. Let's get out of here. No, that's why. That's why. That's why I always call him the anime sensei. That's that's his specialty. <laughs> uh but hopping over to tv film and miscellaneous stuff like that um since we last talked we did get a borderlands trailer and a godzilla uh godzilla and kong trailer i don't know if you got to check those out if you have any thoughts godzilla and kong man and we've always said right less humans more fights and, and it's a disservice and i'm mad at myself for not catching godzilla minus zero in theaters and i hate myself for it and i should have seen it i should have watched it and i did it so very upset about that so when i saw the kong godzilla trailer i said less humans less humans and this one they're, they're tag teaming and it looks and again now they have weapons that kong has weapons and you're like okay cool kaiju the weapons let's do this <laughs> it yeah. looked good you know with what the, you're getting into. With the Doomfist Goddard, baby. Yeah, dude. With the Doomfist God, I say, oh, shoot, man. He has a, he has a what is it? A, I want to I call it a brass knuckles on him and shit. <laughs> yeah, they give him like some, they give him the gauntlet. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, dude. It's not, uh, and but in the trailer, you see the new, the new epic enemy, Scar King. And then you kind of get a little hint of another enemy that might uh, be in there i know like there's rumors and talks and i think it's already confirmed like if you want to look online like you can see uh what other little surprises might be in the movie but uh i mean i'm not i'm not here to say anything uh you're gonna if you want to look it up you look it up for yourself but uh the trailer looks cool um what about borderlands did you watch the borderlands trailer i saw bits and pieces and i was actually more impressed with the um um with what do they call them it's the characters, but what they're wearing, the wardrobe. I was very curious with the wardrobe. I, I, I was actually very impressed. Usually when it comes to video game, video game adaptations that are kind of bizarre, um, usually they don't do a good job, especially in movies for whatever reason. They never really pay much attention to, you know, their wardrobe and stuff. But this one actually, uh, Kate Blanchett, shoot, man. She looked, she looked, she looked hella badass. She really did. I thought she looked cool. Jamie Lee Curtis looked cool. Um, I didn't really get to see because uh, Jack Black's the voice, right? Um, yeah, he's just playing Claptrap. Yeah, he's playing Claptrap. And then um, I forgot the other characters. Uh, what is it? Even Kevin Hart <laughs> looked looked the part. And again, Borderlands is it's it's a little zany, right? A little wonky here and there. And it is a shooter. And it's, I know Ricky's played it for like I'm not exaggerating. He's played on every single console that it's been released on and stuff. And you know. Kevin Hart, I think, actually fits that also. So it's it's it looks it looks awesome. It really does. Um, very impressed with how movie like I guess the word is uh, how movie like it looks. Yeah, it looks it looks very good. It looks uh, although I feel like the trailer didn't really give too much. But if you've played the Borderlands games, you kind of know that 
not that there's not story to it, but like basically the story, the the general story is that you know they're hunting for this vault, right? So I think, and again, as if you've played the game, you know that there's a lot of funny things here and there. So I think the cast is really gonna be perfect uh, to kind of just have like these quick, uh, witty conversations, interactions, uh, and Kevin Hart is gonna be the perfect person to be at the center of all that. Uh, just going to make us laugh. I think they're going to be able to have a lot of creative freedom with uh, where they go with this movie. Uh, again, the just some of the scenes that we saw in the trailer look cool. You mentioned the wardrobes look phenomenal. The colors and everything being so, you know, like Borderlands-esque. Uh, I, I, think it's, I think it's exciting. I'm, I'm excited. I think this movie could be a, a little bit of a sleeper. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender live action did also come out on Netflix. Uh, I haven't got to see it yet. I actually logged in to try and watch it, and uh, I'm uh, a Netflix share with my uh, my sister. So how dare it, you? It, it told me it told me that I couldn't I couldn't use this Netflix account anymore. I was like, <laughs> no! Right when I was gonna, and I and it's funny because I had been watching it the day before, no problems, and then I log on to watch. Avatar and boom, uh-uh, sorry. Um, but there's been like some mixed reviews. I've heard a lot of people say really good things about it. I've heard some people say a lot of bad things about it. So just uh, here and there, in between. Have you gotten to watch anything at all? I have not. Uh, it is. It was one of those where I just said that regardless, I'm gonna watch it just to kind of see uh, what the um, you know, what's it about and. Uh, see the kind of the changes and stuff like that that they want to kind of put into it and i know there's been a a lot of mixed things online or whatever but you know and it's more so more it's more character development more focus on the character than the entirety of the story and i'm always big on character development and uh one of the examples was uh, azula and she's she's come under fire as to what type of character she was you know and in the in the animated uh, material and stuff like that and it's never, it's never really kind of hinted. I, I don't know, I'm trying not to spoil too too much, but like I always thought Azula was just somebody who was just like evil, batshit crazy. Like she needs, to, yeah, like you know, there's no there's no redeeming quality about her at all. And then of course they they victimize her in the series, and you know through trauma and some other stuff like that, and uh, which which will explain why she is the way she is. And a lot of people were kind of just saying like, no, but like Azula, like you don't have there ha- there doesn't have to be a traumatizing experience. Some people can be born just mean or whatever, and people were kind of defending. Well, no, that's why um, she was trying to uh, please her father, even in the animated series. I was like, yeah, but, you know, and I, I thought, okay, okay, cool. But in the animated series, like she she does things just to be an asshole. <laughs> like so, I'm I'm super curious, and she's one of the examples of, of, of many. I know people had issues with Sokka and stuff like that, and but I, I didn't really, like I didn't really see anything negative in regards to like Katara or, or Aang. So, um, and and even Suki, uh, the love interest for um, Sokka, apparently she's killing it. Also, she's doing a phenomenal job. So, uh, I'm kind of curious just to kind of see, you know, more so than anything just the, the 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 comparisons right and again there's a reason why the uh creators have kind of stepped away and this i'm not really sure exactly if this was one of the reasons because there were some things that kind of looked good and something that made sense didn't make sense so I, I do want to formulate my own my own opinion first and foremost and then kind of take it from there yeah and this will be another one for me 
much like the One Piece show, where I've I've seen a little bit of uh, Avatar, but I really don't know much of the story. I'm gonna be going in there kind of like with fresh eyes. Uh, and and I, I I think I think that'll lead me to being probably a little bit more optimistic, and not being like some of the people. Uh, like you mentioned that you know are upset because they kind of made some changes or did some things like that that are not uh, what they remember watching so uh yeah i mean i'm gonna watch it regardless too and like you say form my own opinion and see what uh what i like and what i don't like just from you know from a fresh perspective and that always helps i i, I like that you know a lot of these big ones like you haven't seen and i've seen and so you we kind of get both and it's it's fresh I, it's just a very fresh uh perspective coming from somebody who's seen it and then coming from somebody who has not seen it and, you know, give two opinions on that. That's yeah, nice. and, and obviously I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we have another, actually another animated anime. I guess that was more of an animated series, but we have another anime coming to live action. This week we got news that uh, live action Naruto movies in the works. Uh, and mm-hmm. it is going to be... Uh, directed by Destin Daniel Cretton, whom uh, Kishimoto, the creator of Naruto, is actually supposed to be very happy with and says that he's the perfect director because he's shown a lot of open-mindedness and embraces all his input. So, I he's mean... The, um, the, he was also the director of... Um, what you call it? Of Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, yeah. And I don't know about you, man, but he made Fighting a Dragon and he made, I guess, Chakra. It has to be Chakra, right? Look... Very, very nice. And obviously he had the budget for it, right? So I would hope he had the budget for, for this one as well. So that that was, at first I was like, damn. But then I was like, wait a minute. That's that's badass. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, if, 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 the, if the creator's on board, if what we've seen lately, you know, the, the One Piece thing, they had, the, they had what's his name, Oda on board, uh, stayed on board, was still very positive about it all throughout the whole process and kind of... Uh, let us let us you know we ended up getting a pretty damn good One Piece show you know we had this Avatar one where the creators kind of jumped off the train after a while you could see oh okay you know maybe there's some problems and I mean maybe some of those problems are the things we're seeing in some of those negative reviews um, but I guess we can kind of gauge how this is going based on does he still stay optimistic throughout the whole process uh, and I think, I think uh, having this director on is is gonna add uh, for, to the excitement because Shang Chi uh, was very much a, a sleeper movie. I thought to me, like, was a very pleasant surprise. Uh, I, I didn't expect to see to be to like it as much as I did, and uh, it's probably one of the better, more modern Marvel movies. Uh, I mean, as far as the ones I've watched, so. Yeah, I think I think it's over, overall positive. There's a uh, you know a lot of outpouring from the internet saying like, oh, this is something nobody asked for, or whatever. But I mean, hell, dude. I mean, I'm a Naruto lover. I'm I'm down. Yeah. And if and if we bomb, so be it. But hey, we got a Naruto movie, baby. <laughs> yeah, dude, live action, man. What else, man? Yeah, I already saw. What did I see? And I was like, oh, I can't wait to tell Marcus. Uh, I saw somebody fan cast uh, Sydney Sweeney as Tsunade. I did see that. I saw someone like that, and I was just like, "Huh." 
I was like, hey, she keeps herself young, but I mean, so I mean, Tsunade is called, Naruto's called her like Grandma Tsunade, so I was like, well, you know, at least in the English version, or old lady and stuff like that. I was like, she's not old, right? But obviously, you know, they're, she has assets that, you know, kind of fit the part, right? Yeah, and then I saw Robert Pence and his Sasuke. <laughs> That's perfect. It was a gloom and doom, right? <laughs> just, just our evil boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, there's a bunch of a bunch of them out there. I saw one that said Michael Sarah's Nardo. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But, but no, I'm 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 really excited. And I mean, I, like I said, kind of gauging what Kishimoto feels about this and him being on board with the project kind of just makes makes me have like a more positive outlook, right? Mm. Um. So yeah, Nardo coming to the big screen. We also did get some news that uh, Game of Thrones: The Hedge Knight. Is looking to premiere in late 2025. Uh, of course, this is a Game of Thrones, so it's going to be on Max. And we also got news that the live, I mean, the new uh, Harry Potter TV show will be set to release on Max in 2026. Mm-hmm. So next year, we're getting a new Game of Thrones show. I know we talked about last last time we talked, we talked about that they're working on the Egg on the Conqueror series, so that'll be uh, in the works probably after the Hedge Knight. Uh, comes out, or I mean, if the Hedge Knight's already uh, wrapping up, I mean, that'll they'll probably jump on that next, and then plus uh, next year we have, like I said, the Hedge Knight, and after that, Harry Potter, then maybe in 2026 we get um, Aegon, or maybe another season of uh, House of the Dragon. So, I mean, Game of Thrones, I mean, not just Game of Thrones, Max in general is kind of just pumping out some good properties. Uh, I'm really excited for this uh, Harry Potter TV show. Oh yeah, I, I'm I, very, I, very curious. And it's, it's coming. It's coming out of Max, so obviously, they, hopefully, they do it justice. They stick to the at least the good parts, the great parts of the social material, and it gives the creators a chance to maybe fill some things in. Right? Not too crazy though. I, I, I never minded the um, some of the creativity that some people would do. Uh, just you know, just give us like a fresh take or a fresh perspective or something like that. So super excited! Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, anything else, film? Uh, you curious about any movies? I know uh, Dune is coming out already. You yeah. want to go check that out? I think it. I think or, it came out already. Uh, um, I, yeah. I will be checking it out. The reviews are stellar. It's supposed to be doing amazing. So, um, something to keep your eye on as far as um, movies are concerned. I'm not really sure what else is. I haven't seen a movie in a minute, and again, that's why I beat myself up for not watching. Uh, what you call it? Uh, Godzilla minus zero in theaters should have, and I didn't, so I'm gonna kick myself for that one. The other, actually, the other TV show that kind of piqued my interest and caught my eye, and I think it's on Hulu FX. It's a Hulu FX, right? FX, I think. Is yeah, uh, Shogun. That Shogun uh, TV series, and it looks, I think it looks amazing. <laughs> it really does. So I'm actually excited about that. I think the first episode actually already released, so. Um, I don't really watch a lot of live action, but again, it's Feudal Japan. It's on, it's on Hulu. Yeah, it's cool. And it's going to be coming out in two days. So super excited about that one. Be checking it out. Okay. Yeah, I have nothing else with the Dune. Get yourself one of those popcorn buckets. Uh, I, think the next, I think the next thing that I'll probably, that's probably going to drag me out to the movies to go watch, honestly, is going to be the IQ movie whenever it comes. I... I don't know. I feel like faster and faster we start. We we've been getting like movies to 
like on on our uh, on our streaming services or platforms like that. Like, um, I don't know. I I just I haven't had something that makes me say like I want to go out and watch this movie on the big screen. And I feel like Q Well, maybe it will be Dune because I'm I'm really excited for that. I really enjoyed the first one, so maybe I'll go check this one out. The other one that I got really close to go watch to going to go watch was a uh, Godzilla. But I, I I I also uh, missed out on watching yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm I'm not missing Haikyuu. I'll tell you that. Oh no. Uh, last uh, last little category we have here is gaming. We have been talking for the past couple of weeks about uh, the Switch and the rumors and all that kind of stuff. We have uh, the latest rumors say that we might be actually getting the Switch delayed. I don't know if you saw. If you've been yeah. reading some of this stuff, but uh, a delay to possibly the first quarter of 2025 mm-hmm. rather than uh, them launching this year and, you know, the holiday season. Which, um, again, I had initially, ultimate, I had initially uh, and for a while already, was anticipating Q4 of 2024 to be the release date. And again, delays are a good thing. And 2025, Q1, obviously, I think they're just, to me, it's, it's not even like a spec thing. I think it's more of a gauge as to um finishing off the lineup introducing it new year new lineup kind of give a fresh take on some of those things so um i, I think it's more of a financial thing on their end more of a the, thing the the rumors are that it's because they want a stronger first party launch Ooh, uh, so they want uh, more games so yeah so they want to they want to say like you know this is our new console and these are the these are the games so i guess I mean, maybe maybe it's not on their side maybe it's on you know some of the game developer side so that they can enhance you know we, we've talked about this uh we've had this several times uh when we get like these these uh second iterations of consoles and stuff like that we've talked about the the idea of having like enhanced games for from like this there's a version for the basic console and then the enhanced version for like the souped up console so i don't know if this is more time for for, for certain to games to be able to enhance yeah to that be able sense. to make those patches or you know just to get some more games out there in general um but the reveal supposedly is still planned for march according to these rumors but the full reveal would be in june based on based on like this uh this new timeline that people are like presenting so yeah it's looking like uh maybe the you'll you'll be able to save up uh, a little bit of money this year but uh, early next year, maybe the Switch. I mean, we won't know for sure until we get some sort of reveal. But uh, that's just the latest rumor going around everywhere. Shoot, when they did the when they re- I remember when they revealed the Switch, it was actually in a direct, and they revealed some of the components, and it was only about five or six minutes. So if they're gonna talk about it in March, and then give you more information information in June, you know what I mean? The the full reveal, that, that, the timeline makes a lot of sense. Um, kind of more or less where we're going. Um, of course. I do think it's been a while since we had a mainland Mario game. I'm talking about 3D, so I, I'm assuming it's going to release with, you know, the next, uh, not not Odyssey, where Switch had Odyssey. It's going to release in that, that next realm of Mario games. It would make a lot of sense. Probably wouldn't get a Zelda. If they gave us a Donkey Kong, I think that would really blow people's socks off. Um, if they gave us, like, a, a Donkey Kong 64 type thing, that'd be amazing. Um, and then I also saw a, a weird rumor about... Um, was it Banjo Kazooie being reworked? And I just don't, I just don't know if that's more for Xbox or if that's Xbox on behalf of Nintendo or something like that. But Banjo Kazooie has always been more, you know, that'd be another one that'd be kind of crazy to come up. But anyways, 
Yeah, no, I mean, that, that timeline makes sense. You know, March, they let us know, hey, you know, we're working on this. Like, it'll be coming. We'll, we'll share more news, like, at a later date or whatever. You know, the classic Nintendo. And then in June, they hit us with the Switch. And guess what? Surprise, these games are coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, that, that makes a lot of sense. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just something to look forward to for those Nintendo fans out there. Uh, speaking of which... We are two days away from Pokemon Day, so I'm of course super pumped to What's see that? what they what they announce here going forward. Uh, rumors about Gen Two stuff, rumors about Gen Five stuff. Uh, the latest thing is uh, people talking about a Legends, some kind of Legends game. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna keep. Uh, you know, people are thinking that they will do away with the Legends title. But that they will make people just call it that because it is Legends Arceus was the first game of its kind in the main series of Pokemon games. So, of course, everyone just kind of is running with Legends, right? So a Legends game in Johto and then possibly, I don't know if they're fake or not. You know, people say that they're fake, but there's like supposedly an outsourced uh, Gen 5 game coming. Uh, the last time we had something like this where we had a Legends game and a game outsourced, it was when Ilka gave us uh, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, which a lot of people were very, very critical about, uh, particularly because the games didn't have the upgrades that Platinum came with. So uh, let's see what happens this time around if Pokemon chooses to go with that again uh, or decides to kind of do something different. Of course, all this is still just rumors. Uh, and let's see what other surprises they give us. Um, what else do we have here? Um, the next Xbox generation will supposedly be the largest leap in hardware generation. So uh, it's funny that this came out this week. I know when was it that we were talking like two, was it last night or two nights ago that you, Andrew, and I were on and. I think he asked, like, where was the biggest change from a generation that we've seen? Yeah, he, he, I think he asked it yesterday. Wasn't it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, he asked it yesterday. And, um, it's, and it, it didn't occur to me why he was asking it. Now it makes sense why he asked it. And it didn't really dawn on me until you started talking about it. I said, oh, so that's why he's, he asked about it. And what was, what was the... I said from PlayStation Two to PlayStation Three, and he and he and he had even said even PlayStation One or Two was a big leap. Uh, but my rationale was more because of like the PlayStation Three is where you started getting a lot of the um, what are they called? The Heavy Rain, the Beyond. Uh, what are those games? It's the ones with um, it's those cinematic ones, and they did a really good job. It's it, it, it's, it's when they finally started actually looking like people much more so than polygons and if you kind of want a perspective go look at metal gear solid um when it came out for the playstation 2 uh substance i think that's the sons of liberty um expansion one and then look at um the one for uh which one was um part three totally forgot but even solid snake goes from looking like a clay clado person to like a person so it's it's intense and i actually think that might be it personally yeah i think i think my jump from the original xbox to the xbox 360 was that one one, to me that one was huge you know playing something like halo which still wasn't like 
crazy. Like you look at it, you look at what Halo was then to like what it is now, and I mean that's a huge jump. But just from from a lot of the other games, like some of the sports games that I played back then, I remember Andrew mentioned it, and another one was uh, Gears of War. When I got into Gears of War, like oh my goodness, that game and the movement and uh, how smooth it ran and everything like that was just something else. You know, I played a lot of Call of Duty on that console too. That's where I first played Skyrim as well. So, yeah, I think uh, the biggest one for me was probably the 360. Yeah, that's I mean, where I remember. That's, that's where I remember. Yeah, it, yeah, it would be the same generation, just different yeah, console. That, that, but, that um, generation, man, that huge, huge, and I agree, totally harder to get. Even like the like you mentioned the OG Halo, um, it, and I'm thinking of like multiplayer. And you can kind of go look. What was it called? Uh, Red versus blue. Remember that uh, that series, series? Or, or whatever. <laughs> like they 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 were kind of polygons, right? Kind of wonky. The textures were just you know just there, flat surfaces. And from the 360, it, it made a huge jump because I think they even used the engine for was it? Which one came out for the 360? Was it part two? Oh, it was part two or three. Three. It was one of those. But I know. I know. Three was on it for sure. The 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 one that's the one that's sticking out in my head right now is ODST. When I remember playing ODST, and uh, I've always liked the side stories more so than, which is weird, right? But ODST, and I remember the characters looking and the environments looking a lot better. Yeah, it was three, by the way. It was three. Yeah. So, yeah, man, just difference like that. And I think Andrew had mentioned Gears of War, and uh, when we were talking yesterday, and you know, just watching Marcus Phoenix and Dom and. The, even the locusts and how crazy it looked you know what i mean good times man crazy need for speed most wanted also looked amazing on the 360 yeah the, those the games and it was a racing game you know what i mean yeah, yeah man so for sure that, that, that'd be that'd be personal obviously you know if, you, if you're thinking like oh you go for super nintendo to um the n64 you're talking about what 16-bit to 64-bit and stuff so obviously, right? But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't compare polygons just or like those uh, sprites. I rate them sprites more so to three D models because sprite games are still developed right now and with that same, um, I guess, concept art. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I guess, I guess it's uh, wait, is that the was that is that the first generation when we got like full ten eighty p gaming? I, I guess maybe that's why it was such a huge jump. Uh, or what the 360 yeah yeah should yeah yeah because even like the um i remember because the 360 came with the, we st- they still came with the wires you know how the the they are the, yeah. the vg cables came with the yellow red and mm-hmm. white and then oh but these ones if you connect the blue and green ones that will soup up your your console to hd if you have an hd tv so you have to connect hd tvs at the time we're coming up we're coming up with those components so you can you can still run it standard, or you can put the red and blue cable, the red and yeah. uh, blue and green cable to make it HD. Yeah, and then eventually there were they did start to sell them with HDMI ports. Yeah. I remember uh, because I remember mine didn't have the HDMI port, uh, my, and then my sister ended up buying one, and she got one with the HDMI port. Uh, so yeah, I rem- I guess maybe that's why it's the first time we went to like HD full HD games. And it was now we're all the way, you know, we went from that to like 4K, uh, 4K 16. Now, like in our now at our consoles run like what 4K 120 with HDR. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we've come a long way, but like to me, that's one of the biggest jumps. And if this jump is supposed to be the biggest, uh, I mean, what are we going to see? Airport to, I guess, what a great running PC. Yeah. 
I just, I just, I, I mean, I guess would they incorporate ray tracing now? Because, um, I would think one of the biggest things between console and PC is like the kind of the unlimited frame rate that you can get by toggling like your your visual settings and stuff like that. But I mean, TVs don't have a crazy frame rate like as is. I guess if you would want to take advantage of something like that, like you would have to buy like a monitor, right, to play your your console on. But um, mm. I don't know. I, I'm. I don't know what uh, what it would be. Or like, are they going to start developing everything in like Atmos, Dolby Atmos, and Dolby Vision, and uh, like with sound and and pictures? And you know, are they going to do the whole ray tracing thing and just fully jump on board with that? I don't know. I, I'm I'm very curious because I have no idea what this means. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you play some modern games nowadays, and you just think, man, this looks awesome so i don't know i mean i'm i'm just excited <laughs> if that's for to see if that's true i mean yeah of course uh, any next gen any anything any 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 the advancement of gaming is to be excited first and foremost you know what i mean yeah uh another thing we got this week was uh news that a mandalorian fps game is in the works by respawn entertainment respawn entertainment uh, I think one of their bigger games right now is probably Apex. And then before that, they used to work on Call of Duty, you know, that team. So, uh, I mean, Mandalorian FPS sound, sounds like something interesting to try. Uh, again, this is just like the like announcement news, you know, it's in the work. So nothing visually yet, but I know we've had like some shooter games in the past. Uh more multiplayer kind of stuff, you know, with the battlefronts and that kind of stuff. I've never played I haven't played a Star Wars game since my Okay, well, actually no. I did play um what was this this I didn't play part two, but the first one, uh with Cal Kestis. Uh oh the name escapes me. Is it um it's the one with the red the redheaded Yeah, yeah his name's Cal. Yeah, uh, Jedi Survivor, right? Yeah. Jedi mm-hmm. Survivor is that the is that the latest one? One of them is. I know they came out with the, with the yeah. Jedi, Jedi Jedi Survivor is the is the second one. So the one I played was the original one, which it was it was a lot of fun. Um, but since then I hadn't played one since I played the one on the N sixty four. So Dang. it's been a while since I played. Oh, I totally forgot which one it is because that 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 might be the one I played last at sixty four. No, I think I did try that one. Oh, what was it, dude? Oh, did it come out on Game Pass? There was one that might have come out on Game Pass, and you were in the cockpit, and then you're you're kind of just what flying through space or whatever. And oh, remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm trying to talk about? I, I think Jed might have might have because Jed was like, "Oh, I downloaded it, right? I downloaded it, just it, can't it, see it, what it was." It, it's like a, it's like a. You're battling in space, right? Yeah, yeah, and I was just super. I, I I love Game Pass. I'm always gonna. If anytime a new game comes out, I don't even care. I'm gonna I'm gonna play that game and kind of get through it. Um, kind of a little off topic, right? Just Game Pass came out with, um, a game, a puzzle game called um, the the leftmost. It's a cat one. It's a cat puzzle game. The left something or other. It's right. It's I totally forgot. It's not gonna. It's not gonna come to me. And it bugs me. 
a little to the left is what it's called and it came on game pass and i actually got through all the puzzles in about three days four days and i just sat there going through all these puzzles on game pass and then it also came out with the uh, tales of arise and they also came out with uh bloodstained ritual again the game the metroidvania game so i actually started playing that one and some other ones but yeah that star wars game is the one when game pass releases it i'm probably going to play it, and that was actually one of the ones that um i tried and it was weird <laughs> they dropped some other they dropped some other games on game pass recently like big games no um what were they i know resident evil 2 is on there now uh what was the other one there's another recent game that they put on game pass i can't remember let me see maybe if i log on to my xbox app it'll show me but uh, i know they also did announce that uh, diablo 4 is going to be coming to game pass real soon Diablo 4, yeah, I did see that. Oh, that's another another big one. Hmm. Nope, I don't see anything here. Well, I guess it's not on uh not on the PC version. But yeah, Game Pass, we're Game Pass lovers here. We're Game Pass enjoyers, we're Game Pass enthusiasts. You know, if you're if you have any kind of interest in trying new things and, you know, just being able to download and kind of like it or if you don't like it discard it and try something else you know mm-hmm. game pass is is the way to go so the last thing i have for gaming which uh, has been very highly anticipated for a very long time uh it's actually is today the it's today the anniversary i think actually today's the anniversary of elden ring's uh release i'm pretty sure right i think it's two years to the day that elden ring came out I'm pretty sure today. Um, but we got, uh, what was it, on Monday? No, I'm sorry, on Wednesday, the 21st. No, I'm sorry. When did, when did it come out? Well, it's dropping the, on the 21st. Uh, it was the um, direct Friday, right? Yeah. No, no, the direct was on Thursday. Thursday, okay. The 22nd. So the 22nd, they came out with the trailer for Elden Ring DLC Shadow of the Earth Tree. And the trailer looked phenomenal. We also got a release date, which is June 21st. So we have plenty of time for the, for, you know, if you're going to play it for the first time or if you're going to do another run. Uh, I think I heard uh, on another podcast that they did confirm that in order to access the DLC, you are going to have to have beaten Radon and Moog. I'm not sure what what part Radon plays in that, but somewhere or another, you're gonna have to have defeated Radon and Moog. Obviously, uh, if you watch the trailer, um, it was also confirmed that we are going to be traveling to the new area through Radon's. I mean, sorry, Moog's uh, little arena. Yeah, what we we've always kind of figured, right? The Mogwin Palace. Yeah. Right, so that, we're, that, that, uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna travel through his through his like little battle arena into the new area. Dude, gotta go play that shit. Man, everything about it, man. Awesome. Awesome. Super excited. Yeah, so we're getting uh I think how many how many new bosses? They said like X number of new bosses, uh ten ten plus new bosses, eight new weapon types. And we're going to have at least one boss equal in difficulty to Melania. So, yeah. And uh, for those of you collectors out there, 
there i don't know if you're still going to be able to nab it now but there was a very nice uh, collector's edition out there so yeah i mean for elden ring enjoyers like ourselves i mean this is it's finally here you know we talked about this uh dlc we kind of speculated for a long time what it was going to be about we kind of everybody kind of always knew it was going to be in some way former fashion related to mikola mm-hmm. and of course and of course it is um there's some different thoughts going out around there about who this new big bad guy is uh hopefully we get to learn a little bit more about queen marika and one thing that always kind of puzzled me is the relationship between marika and radagon and how like they're supposedly like the same being right uh if you if you're into the lore and all that kind of stuff but uh yeah, I'm excited for weapon types. There was one that was super excited, which was like a melee, some kind of melee class or something like that. I know yeah, they said that there's like, yeah, there's like the daggers. There's that. There's a some kind of a rapid fire like crossbow. There was that battle shield. Oh, the battle shield to me is gonna be exciting. So, uh, any idea? Are you gonna? You think you're gonna? Go in with your with your character. You think you're gonna do new game plus? You think you're gonna do a fresh run? What do you uh, think? That's I have I have my my main character, which is my dual wielder at the right at the time. I don't know what the I don't know what the best weapons are or whatever, but my dual wielder is always what I was comfortable with. Just you know, deal damage, not get hit. I I'm on level like fifty or sixty with my with my secondary character, which would have been the uh, prophet, right? The prophet, mm-hmm. and. That one was kind of just like a small spellcaster or whatever, and I, I didn't take it as serious and stuff. Cause I do have like three or four characters on that game, but the two main ones were my dual wielder and my prophet. And I just don't know if I just want to continue with the prophet or just kind of refresh my memory with um, my main character. I don't think I would start from the beginning just because it would be another 120 hours before I even get, you know, because and, and, I, would, I would want to beat it. And, um, I would want to get what I want and, you know, just have the whole experience again. So um, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm probably going to keep up with where I was my profit. The only issue is I don't remember where I'm at or what I've done. So go figure. Yeah. I'm, I'm struggling to kind of find also what I want to play because I think. I think I. Kind of want to see what weapons i I, i've used i've kind of played through everything already like played all the different styles for the exception of mage but i've actually been playing a mage on elden ring recently so i think what i might do is play up until the point where i beat radon and moog with like the characters i have i'm pretty confident i could i could go through those fights with most of my characters Mm. and then once the new weapons come out and I see some of the like uh some of the specs for those people, then I can see like, oh okay, this character I mean for those weapons, like the requirements and what they kinda what what you should use like for the stats and stuff for those certain things. Of course I can always go back to Ranala and respec and stuff like that, but uh once I kinda see what I what what interests me the most in terms of weapons and what I wanna try to specialize in from there on out like then i'll say like oh okay well i'll use my my warrior i'll use my my prophet or this character or that character yeah yeah because i think what's what's really going to drive the way i play is going to be the weapons the new weapons oh yeah for sure that's why 
Um, I saw that what he's, he's, been, he's been kicking in the air, and then there's some other cool stuff. So I'm kind of curious to see what um, what the new classes not uh, not new classes. They're new. Uh, what do they call them? Weapon types. Yeah, weapon types, and then we're gonna get of, of course new spells. I'm sure and Ashes of War. So super super excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you wanted to talk about uh, gaming gaming wise? Uh, I don't think so just i'm not sure because i mean i kind of already talked about what i was playing again i'm just kind of waiting for um some other stuff to come out uh unicorn overlord is probably the top top of my list right now believe it or not and again i know rebirth is coming out soon but just because um um i do want to get through everything else and kind of replay because i'm on this i'm on this little nso trip right now and having a lot of fun with it that's about it i will how about uh, how about this? What are your thoughts um, on the new season patch, everything with uh, Overwatch? Um, I do like I do like the health buffs. I do like the um, the fights are, are actually last a lot longer. Therefore, I, I am having a lot more fun playing these guys, and I'm not dying as much too, which is I guess. Um, attributed to the increase in health because i do a good job of I, I i know when you need to back up when you need to back up and stuff like that but you know there's some instances where you get you zone in and you kind of realize a little too late well i'm not being penalized for making that mistake as much and i guess it's kind of a good thing for me um some of the some of the characters do have their like like i play i play a lot of arcade a lot of team deathmatch and stuff and roadhog just kind of you know, annoys me because he's already tanky as hell and now he's even more tankier. Um, I know, I do see a lot of people complaining right now about the support, but, um, and like, even like the the passive healing is kind of a cool thing. I just think, how would you, because people have always called it a supports game and I, I'm just, I just kind of, I, I kind of glance here and there, but I never really understand just more or less like, like people just find it something to complain about and stuff like that. But, my my thing with the passive healing is, I guess supports their healing abilities. Not that they don't matter, but it's just it's it's not it, it helps the support in a way that it's not like oh I have to get the support like no dude go find somewhere safe hide for a little bit don't die and recover health you know what I mean it it, it doesn't make it a priority which I think is actually a good thing for supports supports are supports not healers you know what I mean and. I think that when some instances like that, you allow them to be to play with a little bit more um, freedom and not having to focus healing on the guys. At least from a support perspective. From a tank perspective, again, the the HP, even with the little small passive thing, it's a lot of fun too. And again, tanks are tanks. You know what I mean? Um, the DPS, I think, are right now in a little weird spot. I know they they have the. What is it when you're when they're shooting the healing doesn't happen as much when they shoot which I, I think is a great step in the right direction i'm just not sure i haven't really been, been able to see how powerful it actually is because i probably haven't been paying attention but the dps i still think are no, no they're the winners they are they're the big winners of the patch yes oh there you go i haven't been paying attention but i'm I, i'm not a dps i'll play dps and i'm decent at it but i'm always going to play support or you know tank what makes no. them the big winners the big winners is because they now get to dictate who is getting healed and who is not. And 
you know, the big discussion about it being a supports game uh, last season and the past couple seasons is that, uh, think about it this way. If you and I are logging on for a session and we're going up against this Arissa and we're shooting the Arissa and she has two good support players, what happens? We, yeah. we kind of get absolutely nothing done because the supports are able to heal her are able to outheal the damage we're able to output on her. Therefore, it turns into a game of, okay, either Arissa royally screws up and gets out of position and we kill her, or we have to kill her support before we can kill her because it's next to impossible without them kind of having some kind of misplay. Versus now, if you have your two, support, your two DPS shooting at Arissa. Yes, she has more health now, but that reduction of 20% less healing, you feel it. Like in those in the those instances where we could not kill that Arissa, that doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it it could still if if she has like phenomenal support, but it is not as easy to do. Now it's gonna require them to use more cooldowns, which was another thing with support that a lot of people said were, were a problem that like Kiriko, for example, would just pocket her Suzu until the very last second when she needed it. Uh, and now they have to make that decision. Uh, a Kiriko has to say, whoa, my wrist is in trouble and the DPS are shooting her. I'm not getting maximum healing output. I'm going to have to Suzu her. Or do I save it for myself so I can flank and be a Kiriko uh, DPSer? Uh, same thing with Ana. You can't use that nade offensively all the time anymore. Now you have to choose, okay, my Arissa's in trouble. I need, to, uh, I need to nade her. That way I can get that healing buff. Uh, and then, of course, this new DPS passive coupled with the Discord is now kind of like the big discussion now. Mm-hmm. I think because tank players are having to adjust their playstyle now. Uh, because remember that Discord did get like a debuff now where you're locked out of being Discorded for what, like seven seconds after you have been Discorded already? So a lot of a lot of the general things like for that players do on Zenyatta will just Discord the tank, Discord the tank. They're the easiest target to hit. The DPS need to be shooting them. The t- our tank needs to be shooting them. Everybody just needs to be lobbying everything they have at the tank uh because he's the easiest one to hit he's the frontliner he's gonna be trying to be making plays you know the frontliner should be right anyway but uh you know now you need like tanks are having to readjust their aggressiveness and say okay i'm discorded let me hide get this discord off me and then i have seven seconds to try and make a play where i'm not taking this crazy amount of damage you know the 20 percent damage uh, the 25% more damage plus the 20% damage reduction I'm getting. I mean, uh, healing reduction I'm getting. So that uh, that DPS passive is huge. And I think the only bad thing about it right now is that it is not... It, it affects different characters differently. Which obviously right now you're seeing that the easiest characters to apply the debuff with are hit scans. Which is why they're like the best characters right now. And then like Tracer is one of the biggest ones because of, she has hit scan, her movement in and out. Like she can just get in there, debuff and get away. Get in there, debuff and get away. Like can you know go on any target that one of their characters is uh, you know dueling or whatever. 
And then she also is a huge beneficiary because she doesn't have that much health. She's a huge beneficiary of the, uh, the new healing passive that everybody gets. So, you know, those two things coupled together just makes her super good. Uh, they did already do a hot fix. So I know Zarya got a little bit buffed. I know uh, Roadhog, like you mentioned, got the buff. Went from 40% damage reduction when he's uh, taking a breather to 50, which now he's tanky. But he's another one of those that, like, if you wouldn't bother shooting before. If you have DPS and team focusing on him, he dies now. Like, mm. quick, without Discord. So, yeah, I mean, tank is probably going through the biggest, like, adjustment of having to play a little differently. Uh, I've seen some really extreme uh, cases, though, like where this uh, this one Reinhardt player in like point twenty five seconds, a fourth of a second, he just exploded because a Baptiste popped a window. They team shot him, and he also was discorded. So like in there, he had no chance. Like less than half a second, like he was just boom dead. Uh, so there's some crazy stuff that happens out there, uh, but I think overall it's been a good change. I know it was met with a lot of uh, scrutiny when, especially like with the at first the health buffs and then with some of the new uh, projectile sizes and stuff like that. But you know there was a lot of videos going around about people shooting at the dummies like in the training range and stuff like that, the bots. But uh, you know Overwatch is a game uh, uh, with a lot of movement. Like, it, there's so much movement. So, um, I think every uh, overall everything is good. I think the one change that I would like to know, especially, you know, because I like to play a lot of tank, I'm sure you would like it too as well. Uh, and most people say is there should be some kind of indicator they should make some kind of indicator when you have the the healing debuff on you just so that you know okay i'm not getting healing like i need to i need to play a little defensive yeah <clears throat> um but yeah i mean overall i think it's really positive uh the new game mode was okay it was a little shorter than some of the other ones we played but fun uh, the battle pass is is awesome um the skins are great uh i know the uh the pink reinhardt and the pink uh, widow are out right now still nothing about the cowboy bebop i know that'll be coming down the line uh still no i think there's a date but i don't remember what it is i know it's sometime in this coming month that they're gonna drop the tower defense game mode so i know that i know for sure i'll be playing a lot i'm sure you will too yeah um, that, that, that battle pass is gonna fill up quick you say you're almost done with you? Yeah, I'm on. I'm in. I'm on Jeez. like 72 or 73. How'd you finish it so fast? I've just been playing a lot, dude. <laughs> God. Oh, and I also did buy the like the ultimate edition because I had a sigma oh, skin. The 20. So you got the. I mean, yeah. if, if I had the 20 tier skips, it would just it would have just put me at what? I'm because well with because right now I'm like at 26, so I would have been like at 46.50. So yeah, that's about right. Like, yeah. Damn, you're, you're you're at what already? Seventy-two, I think. Shoot, shoot. Yeah, I'm at that last line before I start getting the titles. So, yeah. Uh, what else? Is there anything else? I think uh, for the most part, everything's been really positive. I think the meta also is good enough to where 
uh there's a lot of things you can play there's a lot of stuff you can play uh you know play style just playing with your team it's a lot more of a team-based shooter it's a lot less like i'm just gonna play this character and carry right you have to work together with your team because well you need the heals you need the debuff you need the you know your tank giving you space to work with and stuff like that and protecting people and you mean that carry yeah i'm 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 really digging it i'm really digging it i think most people are that's cool very nice by the way the game uh that i was talking about with game pass is dead island 2 they put dead island 2 on game pass oh yeah 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 i did see that actually yeah, because I, I really enjoyed that game. But I, I got it on... Uh, it, it launched, I think, on the Epic Launcher. So that's where I had gotten it initially. But fun game. Uh, anything else gaming-related? No, no. That's, that's it for me. Okay. Well, I think... Uh, I think we covered a lot. Yeah, we talked about a lot, too. And it didn't feel like it. It never feels like it. Every time we get on, like, oh, it won't be that long. And then we start talking for an hour. And you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I but, think that's it. So, you want to take us out? Yeah. So, I know it's been a while. And again, um, we're trying to get through them as quickly as, not as quickly as possible, right? But we're just trying to um, get our bearings. I know Rico's doing some stuff and score right now is in full force. But we're always going to, uh, you know, post content. We're going to be out there. One of the things that I kind of I thought about was, um, whenever, because we didn't cover the Nintendo Direct, right? The partner showcase. Um, but anytime there's something like that happens, or even like we can do on the next one, Pokemon Day, um, a little short podcast just to kind of go with the hype. I mean, I know when we talk about it, the hype's already kind of died down. So, you know, it's kind of just not died down, right? But, you know, people, the internet goes crazy whenever these things happen the day of. So um, I'm going to mention to Rico, and again, it works out perfectly because Pokemon Day is right around the corner. So, you know, maybe we could do a little twenty-minute, thirty-minute Pokemon podcast, and I'm gonna ma- I'm gonna time it to make sure that it's twenty, thirty minutes, and not an hour, two hours. Because no, 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 <laughs> You said you said we're gonna do another one, but no. So that's that's the plan. That's even my even idea, if right? I have to do it by myself, I'll talk for three hours. <laughs> so, Twenty-four hour podcast. So, so that's something I, I wanna be more mindful of anyways i have done a good job of actually updating our twitter again i couldn't this week because we were testing i was testing a lot about benchmarks and i kind of do it in school at least one or two tweets a day or in this case over on x um so you can follow us at meta nerds on x uh used to be twitter so again i have been doing a pretty good job i'm actually i've never posted so much in a month so uh all you could go ahead and like all those posts so again that's meta nerds over on x you can follow us there and you can keep up to date with some of the things we talk about and do but otherwise if you haven't checked out our last episode we went over the super bowl so it's been about what 13 12 days uh we went over the super bowl we had some i talked about the nintendo switch rumors as of the time and of course those rumors are going to be coming out more and more and more so and then some of the changes in the mcu and i know madam webb dropped to abysmal ratings so it's people are people are saying this movie makes Morbius look real good. So it's kind of funny the way that kind of just you know went down. So uh, we're gonna try our best to kind of stay on the hype and kind of go about it like that. But again, um, go ahead and give us a follow, Meta Nerds over on X. Make sure you listen to our last podcast. And with that, we are the Meta Nerds. You have a good day. <laughs>